Hello, fellow Zeros. Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the only podcast where we don't think anyone's a dick 100% of the time. Ah, didn't guess it. <laughs> nope. It's all according to plan. <laughs> this is our Guardians of the Galaxy episode. I believe it's episode number seven. My name is Joe. I got four people here with me. Let's go around the table. Hey, Matt. Hi. <laughs> I surprised him. Sequel. Hello. Frank. What's up, interwebs? And Corey. Como estas, bitches? Oh, that's all he knows. <laughs> <laughs> that's the extent of it so far. Thanks, Duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing for three weeks. I don't know where to go. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't trying to throw it. I got nothing. Any progress? Oh, jeez. We could sing. We could sing. <laughs> However, <laughs> let's not. It's going to happen, guys. Let's oh, it's just... going to happen. So let's kick things off which are, with our great segment entitled, What Have We Been Watching? Let's go around the table. Let's start with Frank. I've been watching uh, Rooster Teeth video podcasts in preparation to the podcast to be, you know, inspired. That's why you had the video camera. True. Yeah. Makes sense. So we can be the the sequel to Rooster Teeth. If they want to sign us up, by all <laughs> means. They don't have any comic book stuff, so it wouldn't be such a We bad. can be They both. have D&D stuff now, though, and you should check it they out. Ha- they do, and I watched it, and I was like, ah, oh, it's all right. Great. Thanks. <laughs> I'm with you. I love it. <laughs> Never seen it. Let's go around the table to sequel. I watched Jurassic World yesterday. <laughs> the whole movie? Oh. Tell us how you feel about it. I like it. <laughs> what was that? Shocker. I don't know. I'm a fan of it. I don't think it's good. It's I'd ask you terrible. to stone it, but... One uh, day, one day we'll have to do it, because Jurassic Park does have comic books. Did you draw them yourself? <laughs> nope. I got them. I have them in there. I have them in that closet if you want them. If you need physical proof, it's right behind Frank. This, this is really good for all of them listening. But it's yeah, in a closet, right. in a box, with a comic book box. But yeah, I don't like it. Right. Fair enough. Cool. Two stones. Let's go to Corey. I don't like it. Two stones. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I've been watching the Spanish soap opera, The Arrow. Um, I know what you're thinking. It's not a Spanish soap opera. I disagree. The rating is clearly done by people that do Spanish soap operas. How far are you? I am a halfway to three quarters of the way through season three. Oh, halfway to. Three that's such a bad season. It is. <laughs> season four doesn't get better. Actually, you know what? That's a lie. And here's the thing. They try. The cool. action's pretty cool. The storylines that we're trying to follow also pretty interesting. Yeah, okay. Pretty, I mean, not the greatest, but whatever. Uh, yeah. Establish a flash, flash you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. season seven. Yeah. <laughs> but the issue Shut is the, the, fuck up. the <laughs> actual writing is awful. And that's it. Like, it's just bad writing. It's it's what I expect to see out of a Spanish soap opera. So yeah, it's really bad. That's what I've been watching, because I like wasting my own time. Joe, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw the movie Central Intelligence with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. How was that? that Tell was me it was good. good. It was pretty good. Yes. I thought it looked pretty funny. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson's pretty funny. Like, is that the movie where he was like... It's, like, it's right okay, along, but with The Rock. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> it was pretty good. I recommend seeing it. That's not my recommendation. I just recommend it. If you like comedies, That's see that. It's not my recommendation. <laughs> I just recommend <laughs> it. Yep. It's a bonus recommendation. No, there you go. Ooh. I like that better. And I also finished up the season of Silicon Valley, so I'm caught yes. up. Yes. Mm. Who did I not go to yet? Me! Matt! I finished Game of Thrones! 
And now there's a hole in my heart where Game of Thrones used to be. And now I don't know what to do with myself. So, internet, please write in an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com suggesting what I should watch next. Or hit us up on Facebook because we have one now. Ooh, oh. ZTH Podcast. And it's blowing up. Yeah, we got like likes and stuff. If we get to 100 likes by the end of this week, Joe will do a little dance that we'll post online. It's going to be so little. <laughs> I have the camera. The littleness will be defined by you know. us, but... Like Vine Little? I, I'm alright with Vine Littles. Eight, yeah. eight seconds of it. It's going eight to be seconds on repeat. Eight seconds, eight seconds on repeat. Six. It's seven. Is it? It's actually seven. Wow, okay. So, so I'll be touching this on the second mm. to last day of the month. Got it. Wow. <laughs> I mean week. Whatever. <laughs> Things. Thank you to all who have been listening and, and, yes, and, and, and commenting and things like we that. We appreciate it. Yeah. Immensely. And reviewing. And emailing us. And mm-hmm. emailing. Speaking of which, when I wrap up this segment, we'll move into that. Sweet oh. segue, Joe. <laughs> Thank Swish. you. So, ladies and gentlemen at home, that is what we've been watching. Now let's move on to our email segment. Tied up in a bow. Yeah. Joe, what you got for us? Give let's do it. Lay it on us. I have an email from someone named Alex. Alex. Oh. Sounds like a great guy. Alex writes, Hey ZTH crew, my name is Alex, and I just started listening last week. Good stuff. Figured I'd drop an email because it seems like you will, Because it seems like you all are cool about listening to what the listeners are actually thinking. I like to think we are. What's a listener? Hmm? For those people that download it. Oh, okay. So you 30. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I like the general format of the show. It's fun to listen to. Everyone brings something different to the table, except in uniform agreements like the TMNT2 podcast. And you all seem to vibe well. I did have two specific thoughts. Alright, so, I'm going to read the entire thought and then allow you guys to respond. Okay. Okay. Number one, the more controversial one. Corey sounds uncannily like Jonah Hill. Like, I'm pretty sure that Jonah Hill is a big comic book fan dropping in to talk about heroes in disguise. An Inception hero, if you will. I haven't heard enough from Jonah Hill to make the connection. I'm really going to watch Jonah Hill now and compare this, but I don't believe it at all. <laughs> I kind of hear it. All things being equal, that's, that's the highest uh, praise I've gotten since the show started. So, Thanks, Jack. <laughs> Big shout out to you, Alex. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> I kind of hear it, now that I think about it. Yeah, after I, I got the email, I saw it. when I was listening to the old episodes, I could hear it a little bit. Oh, I'm I, like, I, I could see it where could it gets be, it. It could be through the recording. Yeah, like, maybe. right now, no, but maybe when recorded... I mean, either way, it's it's certainly not the most offensive thing somebody's ever no, said to me. Exactly. So. Especially when he has those big scarves and tiny glasses. And two... Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm getting the name right, but the really loud guy, Matt... Ding, ding, ding! ...is kind of obnoxious. Ooh. I understand that may be the point. Having someone be an oppositional character is pretty standard in podcasts such as these. But it's been a pretty continuous and cringeworthy string of casual sexist comments and podcasts. I think people understand that Scarlett Johansson, Marissa Tomei, and Olivia Munn are attractive, but a strange amount of attention is attributed to his would I bang scale, as opposed to what they actually do in the movie. Comics is already a pretty slanted, slanted, slanted entertainment area, generally white, straight dudes and in need sexy femme victims. And with the exception of this contribution, you seem to be doing all right. There's one more paragraph. Do we want to touch on this, or should I finish the paragraph? Finish the paragraph. All right. Also, suggestion for a future podcast, Winter Soldier is a genre-changing film because of what it says about living in a security-obsessed state. Please and thank you. Much love, Alex. Thanks, Alex. 
All right, thanks I'll, for bashing Matt. I mean, I'll, thanks I'll, for emailing. Yeah, that's yeah, thanks for emailing. Email. <laughs> um, I think the Winter Soldier one's pretty mm. quick. Oh, we're definitely doing it. Obviously, we're gonna get there. Yeah, it's on the yeah, yeah, it's on the list. It's on, on Frank's list. It's, it's on the I'm short list. I, my own heart, I wouldn't yeah. even go for, so far to say. Now, now, now it's bumped up even, uh, a little more, even probably. Yeah, exactly. We do um, requests. Yes, oh, yeah. we do. Yes, we do. Um, on to the would we bangers? I don't know that we've ever used that terminology, have we? Listen, mm. I'm going to come out straight right now. I have not listened to a damn episode, <laughs> so I don't know what's in them and what's not. That's in it. There we go. Beer. <laughs> oh. That's it. I got nothing to say. So if you want to send an email, <laughs> ZTHpodcast at gmail.com. You can have it read on the air just like Alex just did. Yeah. With much love. XOXO. Did he write XOXO? No, he oh, man. <laughs> just much love. I mean, we're going to give him some XOXO, though. Wait, is that. I, was that too much? Oh, right. it, was that too much? XOXO? I don't know. What was that? I'm just saying. Much Alex, if giving you XOXO is too much, let us know. If not, your silence says it all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a five-star rating, thanks. Not just Alex, everyone. Yes, please. Gosh, if you're listening, please. <laughs> if your name is Alex, page. which is like ninety percent of the world, um, <laughs> according to a study you just made up, <laughs> according, according to a Facebook infographic, you ninety percent of the world is named Alex. This is, this is great. I'm going to share this. <laughs> We're all in the minority. Yeah. The major minority. Yeah, exactly. Oh, goodness. All right. And thanks for the email. So mm-hmm. now we're going to move on to the movie facts about our movie for this week. It's Guardians of the Galaxy, which, was made, which was made in 2014, two years ago. Yep. yep. Yeah. Stumbling. It was directed by James Gunn, who before it did Slither, Super, Ooh. And movie forty three. Super. Super's yeah. good. Super's a Rain Wilson movie. It's it's kind of like Kick Ass, but more disturbed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. I've never seen. We could do it one day. It's is possible. it have a comic book? Yeah. Ellen well, it's, Page it's, is in it. He's a superhero. Ooh. in it. Ellen Page. I'll take it. Juno. Oh, hey, Kitty Pride. Thank you. Thank you both of you. I think she's a very nice actress. Does she have a lovely smile? She does. Perfect. That was pretty well. I already miss old Matt. <laughs> <laughs> the movie stars Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, I'm sure I pronounced her last name wrong, Dave Bautista, Lee Ooh. Pace, Michael Rooker, Karen Gillan, Jimon Hansu. Also, shout out, two movies in a row with Jimon Hansu in them. He was Papa Midnight and Constantine. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! This never happens. He always has really tiny roles, but they're awesome. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. home, Jake. <laughs> right, right. like Never been the, the only time that I could think he had a big role and it was still awesome was Gladiator. Oh God, he was so good. In Gladiator. He's so good in Gladiator, but his role is actually like spans the whole movie. I legitimately forgot that he was in Gladiator. Yeah. So did I. You don't really associate Papa Midnight with the guy that like mm-hmm. shows that, him how that to heals, be Gladiator. Heals Maximus and keeps yeah. him alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's a cool, almost a little Easter egg, mm-hmm. and uh, and the voices of Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel. Thank goodness for Vin Diesel, right, everyone? <laughs> I can only imagine what his check looked like. <laughs> so there's a funny stat about Terminator 2, about how much Arnold got paid per word, because he only said, like, 145 words. Wow, Twitter tweet. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, yeah. I get what you're saying now. But it was like some ridiculous amount of money per word because he only said 145 of them. I have to assume that Vin Diesel broke that record. I have to assume so. He, he didn't only say four words. But the thing is... Like, he literally he, said four words. But the thing is, he didn't just say four words. Like, he said every single line because no line was... I guess that's true. Well, like, the same inflection. There were different Yeah, there was yeah, inflections yeah. and at one point he did like roar, you know? Yeah. And then there was the awesome sub-fact that he did it in like 12 different languages too. Oh, did he? Yeah, he recorded I oh, Am Groot in all of those different languages so it was actually his voice that's cool. when they released them in different countries. That is cool. I, yeah. I love Groot. Who doesn't love Groot? I mean, we are Groot. Alright, I have Groot. comic book knowledge for this. Oh shit, is there a comic Hang on, keep going. Sequel. Walk on the wall behind Joe. Joe keep going, Joe. This is the good time. <laughs> the budget for this movie was $170 million. The worldwide gross was $773 million. Good for them. It made $333 million domestic. So wow. Did pretty well. I like the way you said domestic. Did I? Yeah. Damn fine. you, beer. <laughs> domestic. <laughs> It's like a bakery. Rotten mm. Tomatoes gave it 91%, and the mm. audience... Certified fresh. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Nailed it this time. Thank Got you. it. And the audience gave it a 92%. Holy crap. Pretty big wow, discrepancy. That's, pretty close. that's really high. Together. 91 no, to 92. Yeah. It's... Come it, on, shut up. <laughs> it's I mean, rare that you see the score. It's a good flick. Yeah. That is true. It's a good flick. And from this point forward, I'm going to enact spoilers. So, if you have not seen Gardens in the Galaxy... What the hell have you been doing with your life? Exactly. Press pause, go watch it, and then come back. We'll be here. Welcome back. I'm glad you had some time to watch that movie. We're going to talk about it now. <laughs> First, with our general thoughts of the movie, let's go to Matt, because he's texting. My general thoughts about the movie. Um, it was a fun, uh, raucous space opera with a great soundtrack and a bunch of kooky stuff. Steeped in comic book lore. Nice. Frank? It's a good movie from characters I've never heard really before. Um, I'm glad Marvel took that risk of putting them on the big screen. Um, While I don't necessarily think it lived up to every hype it had, it was a good movie. And the soundtrack really kept the movie going for me because every song they picked could not have been any more perfect. Sequel? I think a lot of people refer to this movie in the MCU as the low expectations movie, because you really didn't know what to think going into it, and it totally did better than any expectation you could have had. I, I love this movie. It's it's great ranking it in the MCU. I'd have it top three for sure. Um, well acted, soundtrack's great, great writing. I got one major minor criticism with it, but... Major and minor, or a major minor? It's, yeah. Okay, good. Good tease, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great movie, for me, anyway. I mean, if you saw it in theaters, you definitely enjoyed it. Corey? It was the palate cleanser the MCU needed at the time. So for that, it gets an extra bump in my book. I mean, I'm a really big fan of, you know, generally it's always comic relief in these movies, but this movie was just funny, which I really enjoyed, and I can't imagine they could have casted this movie any better. 
I mean, and that, I mean, that's the cornerstone. I think that the, the cast was phenomenal right down to Amelia Pond. I mean, that was oh. fantastic casting. Amelia Pond is a very talented Scottish actress. She's fantastic. That's not her actual name, but that's what she'll forever be in my heart. I don't know yeah, what you're know, suggesting, yeah. but yeah. yeah whatever. Um, Fuck me, right? <laughs> So for that, I mean, the, the movie the movie was fantastic. I, I have to agree with pretty much everybody about, or mirror everybody with it being a great movie. Going last year kind of hurts me because I don't have anything new to add to this. <laughs> it's a good movie. Soundtrack is awesome. Casting was great. Acting was great. I'll agree that it was kind of like the the risky movie, not really, the, but like the low expectations movie rather. Like it was, it was like Deadpool before it was Deadpool. That was exactly kind of my line of thinking when I was yeah. going back to watch it again. Go ahead, Matt. Um, I don't know if it's a segment or not, or if we should just interject it whenever, but I have some to strong comic book knowledge of this, so I know that people have complained that we haven't touched on that enough, so I am bringing it up to make sure some of my facts are right. But Okay, so if you interject oh, that, right. you know... When or when you what? Yeah. Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy was actually created by one of my favorite authors, Dan Abbott. He is a prolific writer of Warhammer 40k um, books, and he also does an, a bunch of other things. He writes for DC and for Marvel and a bunch of things. He did Warhammer? Uh, well, no, he writes a series, a bunch of series of books in Warhammer 40k. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And Dark Heresy, their RPG, is actually strongly written by him as well. Oh. All the flavor text and stuff. They've actually coined it the, quote, Abnetverse, because of all the things he created in his writings and that they made canon. Mm-hmm. So, um, Dan Abbott put this together, and he had kind of like a walk-on, like, situation with the, the, like, the director and stuff, where he came in, excuse me, adjusted the screenplay or whatever, but didn't really have any hands-on work. But they're all his characters, as far as I can understand. Oh, they're, the team is his, I should say. Guardians of the Galaxy is his creation. In the comic books, there's a lot more members of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, for ex- for instance, Venom joined the Guardians of the Galaxy. Space Knight, right? Uh, Space Knight Venom, yep. Is Venom. Iron Man on there at one point? Uh, Iron Man has been on there at one point. Uh, Jack Flagg, uh, Major Victory, Mantis, Martyr, Moondragon, Adam Warlock, Captain Marvel, Cosmo. So it's like the Space Avengers where it kind of changes. It is the Space Avengers, yeah, exactly. But they're so far removed that they have nothing to do with what's going on on our Earth most of the time. Well, they're not exactly from Earth. No, no, they're not. You know what I mean? Like it's, and what's funny is a lot less. of them actually started out as bad guys. Drax the Destroyer started out as a bad guy. Groot started out as the comic book I have has like an origin story for each character. Groot starts out as literally a monster sent to Earth to destroy it from the planet X. And then this biologist and his wife, like, somehow figure out how to get him away. And he's like, he's talking, he's monologuing, and so whatever. So eventually he became this three-syllable monster that we love today, but he used to be just this monster. Uh, Rocket Raccoon used to be a little creature from a half, something they called Half-World, which is like all little sentient bipedal animals. And his little adventure is crazy. Star-Lord's Star-Lord. Although apparently Star-Lord in the current um, Guardians of the Galaxy is Kitty Pride. So that's interesting. Hmm. Yes, Corey. So the origin story, like that one-line origin story that they give you in the movie is not 
related. It's, I mean, it's it's related in the in the fact that it's this origin story, but yeah, it might not be the one that I read about. You know, no. okay, all right. Uh, Gamora is obviously also a villain. Basically, it's a bunch of villains and then a guy who's kind of like on the fence, going, "We can do good, right?" So Marvel Suicide Squad, great. To a lesser extent. I mean, mm. yeah, but they didn't have, you know, collars on their neck that were going to explode. Yeah. More serious. Less, no, less. We don't know how serious. I mean, we can't. Based on the trailers, they're the same. <laughs> Seriousness. Tangent. Right. But, yeah, so that's my knowledge of, um, I just wanted to get Dan Abbott's name in there because I love Dan Abbott. Okay. If you're listening, Dan Abbott. If you're listening, Shoot Dan Abbott. Line. Yeah, please. You've signed enough of my books on my uh, bookshelf. Sure, I've seen them. Mm. Let's get into specifics. Oh, yes. I want you to start, Joe. You want me yeah, to start? Please. I do. Yeah, because you were so upset before. Alright. Uh, I'm going to start in the beginning. Mm. The opening of this movie is pretty great. Oh, yes. Pixar-esque, I would say. Mm. Runs you through the emotions. Oh, God, I one of One of two or three like fairly heavy-hitting moments for a movie that's mostly all comedy and nonsense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's actually my my very first note on this movie is that for such a silly movie, it starts off so dark. I cried the first time, and every other time I've watched it, and I've watched it twice this week, I still get like choked up. Hmm. And then consequently, right after that, the opening title sequence is amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Is. When he's dancing, picking yeah. up rodents, using them as microphones, <laughs> kicking them, kicking them. He has the world's shit. coolest. Yeah. Boots and just retrieving an artifact. Oh, yeah. so good! Right from that scene, you know, you know what you're in for. Yeah, <laughs> you, I think right after the first scene happened, I knew I wasn't going to be disappointed. I think that that, if nothing else, it it put me at ease for the rest of the for the rest of the movie, however long it is. Because every time I go into one of these movies, I'm like waiting for that inevitable downfall, like that awful movie that comes out. It's like, oh, there goes the MCU. It's over now. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet, but every time I go into one of these, it's like, I'm like ready for it. This could be the one. This could be the one. This, it could happen. Guardians of the Galaxy, it's a risk. Yeah. Corey doesn't believe in the phrase too big to fail. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I believe everything is just big enough to fail. There we go. Roman Empire. Yeah. It wasn't built in, the, in seven days, but it sure got ripped down that quick. Listen. Barbarians on all sides, okay? Yep. And what'd they do? They, they decided to call themselves the Roman Empire anyway, so who wins? <laughs> Touche. Enjoy your tangents. Mm-hmm. So that was me. Sure was. Who sure. else has anything? You did a great job. Frank's going to take over because he raised his hand. I like um, the soundtrack. I thought it did wonders for this movie. Um, the first scene, like you said, um, very hits you right in the feels. Um, I love Star Lord's mask. The glowy red eyes, oh, fucking yeah. awesome. I don't I know that why. it just distracts into nothing. That's my favorite part. A Bluetooth yeah, headset, cool. really. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, right just a little ears. Bluetooth headset. Um, Space opera. His nothing name, needs to make sense. His name flees, flees from my brain. For some Peter Quill? No, not him. The the guy from The Walking Dead. Now I can't think of him. Yeah, Love his yeah. arrow thing yeah. that he whistles to. Uh, that's, that's, awesome. that's something totally different. You know what? I yeah, In the it's, comics, it's actually a bow and arrow. It totally changes things, mm-hmm. and I enjoy that uh, Marvel takes takes risks. What's up, Corey? Um, I, I have a question and point. Yeah. 
because you brought up the arrow, I'm going to bring up the point first. The payoff at the end of the movie with the arrow was awesome. Because you'd only ever seen him, like, whistle and have it, like, stop mm. and, like, threaten. You don't see how awesome it yeah. is until... Yeah, and then, like, that last scene is, like, the payoff where you see it just take out, like, 30 guys in, like, 13 seconds. It's yeah. awesome. It's, oh, it's yeah. the Magneto locket scene all over again. Yeah, it is. Oh, man. Oh, good. That was a good scene. Sad I missed that episode. <laughs> so... Okay, go ahead. Question for Matt, because I guess you have more knowledge. Is there comic book background to use these specific songs... Or were these just the songs that made sense? So I think this is James for the Gunn. timeline. I think this is James Gunn's timeline like thing. Mm-hmm. Like Guardians of the Galaxy was supposed to be what it was, which was a palate cleanser and just a movie to just have fun and eventually tie into the MCU as a whole. So this was just his way of going like. Here's some great music that we can make work. <laughs> He's got a Walkman and a mixtape. Yeah, let's do this. Because exactly. that tape certainly would not have eroded after 26 years in space. You know what? If you can't suspend disbelief about a tape, <laughs> you're and you're right. watching a movie with spaceships, <laughs> you know what? You came to the wrong film. You're right. True. You're not wrong. I have another uh, two points. I don't know if I touched this the first time I said it, but uh, it definitely took risks, and I like when movies take risks, because... It means that, hey, they're just going to do what they like. And I've always liked that about um, cinema and when it comes to music, I like it too. Um, and then uh, another point is, Man of Steel came out in 2013. DC didn't really have a movie between that. And then Guardians came out in 2014, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Guardians had the three most popular characters, I feel like, in superhero Movies, uh, which was a talking tree that said three words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> four. Um, four words. My fault. Uh, Sorry, I didn't want to correct you, Frank. I hope that wasn't too harsh. It's, you know what? <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Rocket and everybody's mysterious Thanos. I mean, you can't... Uh, everybody asks. And DC can't make Superman popular. Like, that's a big deal. When... You know, a tree outdoes you. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> the cornerstone of your entire universe. Exactly. Superman's one of your biggest guys. And you just what of? Biggest guy. I, you know <laughs> what? No, Batman's the biggest guy. Sure. Second biggest okay. guy. Okay. All right. Fair. Um, and he's fair. less exciting than a tree. And for some reason, he's less exciting than a tree. And that just goes to show that, you know, Marvel knows what the hell they're doing. DC <laughs> needs to, you know, yeah. regroup yep. a little bit. I mean, we can, we can all agree that it's because Vin Diesel was the voice, obviously. I mean... No one could else they, could have painted this complex <laughs> Yeah, absolutely Could no. they have cast his voice as someone else and it would have been just as memorable? I'd venture to guess yes. Christian Bale. But I just love that it was Vin Diesel. No, I think it was a fun oh, fact. It's like one of those fun <laughs> things. Like, yeah. like, Vin Diesel, what does he do during this movie? Because you see you see his name in the, in the opening sequence, and then you're like, there was zero Vin Diesel. The credits roll, you're like, he okay. said I am and Groot exclusively in that order? He has done voice acting before. I don't know if you remember, but in the movie, the Iron Giant. Yes. He yeah. plays the giant. And the Iron Giant looks a hell of a lot like Groot. Let's just all say that. <laughs> he's typecast. His voice is typecast. His voice is typecast. Oh my gosh. He is typecast. He is typecast. If he's not driving a fast car or did killing you, witches. Did you not see the pacifier? <laughs> Doesn't he drive a car very fast in the past? Yes, he does. Does he? Oh, yeah. yeah, I think he does. Like, yeah, he gets him uh, to school. Never mind. Like, ridiculous. <laughs> Withdrawn. But he yeah. doesn't install NOS, but... 
And you know what? Your point about the Witch Hunter, he still has a Dodge Charger that he drives recklessly through New York City. Because he's an immortal Viking Witch Hunter. Triple A. Okay. Drives a car fast along the mountains when he's trying to get... Always. You can't have have a movie without a chase scene. Go for him. Saving Private Ryan. There it is. Is it in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Wait, what? I'm sure. Oh, my God, yeah. When is he in Saving Private Ryan? He's one of the group. He's one of the group. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Oh, shh. No, that actually sounds right, yeah. I think he gets shot in the throat by a sniper. Not sure about that. I think he's the one that gets shot in the throat by a sniper when they're just kind of walking through those random towns. He's one of the first ones to go, but he's, he's there. His star was not all the way up. This yet. is like blowing my mind right now. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Why Thank you collect you. yourself, Siegel? What points do you have? He's always got the most exciting points. I know, not really this time. You do. <laughs> Believe in yourself. I'm just I, very impressed about the the writing in this movie. I think I think the casting is really good, but I think the writing enhances the casting because. Dave Bautista is a wrestler for WWE. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask about that. But and he think. does a phenomenal job in this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked he got the role. I'm sure he was shocked he got the role. I think I read somewhere he cried when he got the role because he didn't expect it. Yeah. And if you've seen wrestlers act... Dwayne Outside Rock, of Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson being the exception. Have you seen a Hulk Hogan movie? It's <laughs> I loved Hulk no, Hogan movies when I was a kid. God, there was one where he was like an alien from outer space and I loved growing up. Commando. Oh, is that what it's called? God, I haven't been able to find that movie because I didn't remember the name. Perfect. We're going to invade, brother. (laughs) So yes, the the writing is is awesome. The dialogue, what can you say? Blows you away. It's a great movie. It is well done. Yeah, Batista's awesome in this movie. He's so good. (laughs) Like, yeah, he's written well, but the fact that he pulls off this... Articulate, completely literal. Yeah, Drax. <laughs> Nothing goes over my head. I'm too quick, and I would catch it. <laughs> that that sequence in that little pod is so good. And the fact that Gamora just at the end is like, "I'm gonna die with the biggest idiots in the galaxy." <laughs> just like put a cherry on top of that scene because she's sitting there like, "I just, I just wanted to sell this for four billion coins, or four billion dollars, or units, or whatever they call it." Four very units. very vague term of measurement. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah, four billion units, and now I'm going to get stuck with the biggest idiots on the planet, the galaxy. What I'm saying, planet for. Yeah. My favorite moment was when Starwood goes back to get the Walkman and comes back. He's like, "What? You've got spirit, my friend. What did you retrieve?" And he shows him the Walkman. You're an imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a great line. That was great. I love that they prefaced that just a few minutes before with the very literal. Like set like he, he only speaks in literal like he doesn't understand metaphors, doesn't understand sarcasm, only says things literal, and then he says you're an imbecile because <laughs> Peter Quill is literally an imbecile yep. for going back for this thing. I guess that also might just be that he doesn't understand sentiment, but that doesn't make sense because he's so sentimental about wanting to re- avenge yeah, his family. But it, he doesn't understand the sentiment of the object. Mm. To him, it doesn't mean anything that it's got a tape in it that his mother made for him, that it's from Earth, that he hasn't been to in 25 years, that yada, yada, yada. He doesn't understand that. It's just a stupid piece of technology that, according to everyone else, it's like, what is this? And not to mention, music doesn't seem to be that big of a thing. Go ahead, Joe. I was going to say, I'm just surprised that Drax even knew what a Walkman was. I don't think he did. No, he, doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. He just saw that they, it wasn't a weapon. None of them have any idea. Oh. 
You know what I mean? I feel like he just saw that it wasn't a weapon or anything. He just assumed it was something useless. Yeah. Yeah, That's fair. Because in a lot of ways, it was very useless. Um, I will go on with something fun. Yeah! John C. Riley. Yes. Does it again. (laughs) This is probably one of my favorite movies he's ever been in. I mean, Step Brothers is clearly number one, but Guardians of the Galaxy is a close second for me. You don't like Step Brothers? I don't like Will Ferrell. That's fine. Wow. You don't like Step Brothers? No. Because Will Ferrell's in it. You know what? Uh, Did you like Elf? No. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep naming other movies Will Ferrell's been in. The only Will Ferrell movie it. I liked was Stranger the Fiction. Because he's not Will Ferrell. Because he's not Will Ferrell. Yeah, well, whatever. Nevertheless, Step Brothers was great. I'm not going to debate this on a comic book movie podcast. We don't have time. We don't have time for this. How wrong that opinion is. Yeah, exactly. His role in this was a lot of fun. Yes, Um... It was interesting that he was cast to do comic relief in a movie that was pretty much just funny. He, like, added an extra layer of comic relief on, on top. Yeah. They're like, in case we're not giving him enough, let's hit him over the head with yeah. John C. Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's it? I mean, <laughs> Quote, not a complete dick. Yes, exactly. Yeah. John, tell me one other comedian that could have pulled off that line. Will Ferrell. Shots fired. There it is. There it is. Uh, oh, uh, Maybe, but wait. like he Joel, hates Will Ferrell. So uh, next, what's his name? Uh, Joel McHale. Yeah, uh, he just would have looked sexy doing it, and that's the difference. Okay, Joel McHale would have been so much more like uptight in his delivery. Yeah, like, Joel McHale puzzles. Awesome. When John C. Riley kind of shrugs and like, yeah, yeah, I kind of believe him. Like Bo you Barnum. believe it. Frank likes that one. <laughs> I thought John C. I mean, it's, no, he was great. He was great. It's, no, it's, was great it's such a it's such a little thing. It's such yeah. a little point, but it is. It goes to to talk more on the casting because they even picked the right people to do these minor speaking roles. To talk about John C. Riley, to bring up another point about trailers and crazy people who don't watch trailers anymore. Here we go. Uh, the trailers for Guardians of the Galaxy were another one of those beautiful Marvel trailers where a bunch of stuff happens in the trailers. That does not happen in the movies. Most people make, hate that, Matt. I love it. Specific trailers that they make that could happen in the movie that don't. You're a red herring guy. I guess so. I love herring. That kind of annoys me if I see a scene in a trailer or something in the movie. I'm expecting it. Especially if it's yeah, a really but, funny yeah, scene. Yeah, but you're yes. expecting it. You're not pleasantly surprised that it's not in Especially no, when the I'm trailer was so funny. disappointed. I'm not. I would rather see a trailer that has nothing that that is in the movie, and be like, "Wow, that trailer was awesome! Can't wait to see the movie." You see the movie and it's not there, and it's like, "Oh my god, this movie is still awesome." Well, what's the point of the trailer to decide whether you want to see the movie? So if they're showing scenes not in the movie, they're kind of like bait and switching you. Okay. As long as the movie's good, that's okay. Yeah. As long as the movie's good, that's okay. I agree. I'm I'm with you. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I'd much rather it be in. But if it isn't in and the movie's okay, I can forgive oh, it. Th- of course. This is just the this is basically just a something that I'm trying to get into people's heads because I know too many people now who don't watch trailers because they don't want to ruin the movie. Right. And to me, you have all these companies now, big companies, Disney, they're starting to get smart. Who they, make they these trailers that are not in the movie or at least not in a in a ruining sort of way. Yeah, I would argue most trailers aren't not in the movie per se. They're no, just, not most. They're just enigmatic, and I have no idea what the hell happens. In For the movie. instance, like yeah. Doctor Strange, The Force Awakens. I still don't know what's going to happen in that movie, right. other than the origin. Yeah, Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. I watched how the many, Force Awakens trailer. How many nauseum? Yeah, how many fucking um, theories did you have? 
So many, and they're all wrong. Every they're single all one wrong at the end of it. Just to play devil's advocate. No, shut up. Please, please. If you see a trailer for a movie and you're like, wow, that really sucks, I don't want to see that, are you going to see it anyway like because some of those scenes aren't going to be in there? If it's a superhero no. movie for this podcast, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, but I never exactly. see a trailer. The thing is, I don't turn off trailers. That's what I'm trying to say. And I'm trying to say that in the world of today, you don't have to because we're making smarter trailers instead of just the movie in 30 seconds. Well, we're trying to. Which, which a lot of comedic movies do still. And I don't know why they don't put outtakes in the trailers. Because they put them at the end of the DVD anyway. I'm going to jump us back onto the track that we're actually yeah, trying to that. get to. Good um, yeah. The, I think my last... I, I've got two big final things I loved about this movie. Um, and one of them is, is kind of just something I noticed. But the cultural nuances in this movie really add depth to the universe. And I mean that in a literal sense because we're talking about an entire galaxy here. There are so many little nuances. Color of the skin, um, weird eyebrows. He's got the best eyebrows in the game. You know, there are a lot of little cultural nuances on Zendar that, I I, I don't know, I just feel like it added depth to the... Yeah, you all. it's really all on Zendar and in the prison. Right. But seeing all of those different things expands the universe without them having to fly across and, and say, you know, have one of those throwaway lenses, oh, we have to pass by 400 of the 600 planets in the in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. You know, just having that kind of cultural New York center where you see all sorts of different people walking around, gotcha. okay. you get to expand the universe easily, and I loved that. The cantina scene. The cantina scene. To extrapolate on that, I had thoughts that were kind of like that. The first shot, when they're showing you Xandar from above, and you see all the different people walking around, my first thought was, this looks like an MMO. Mm, like, there's yeah. all the different races, yeah. all the different players, just hanging yeah. out in the central city hub, and it was it was cool. Mm-hmm. And then you have Groot and Rocket. <laughs> Groot's drinking from a fountain. Don't <laughs> drink the fountain water, you're an idiot! But it's delicious. I am Groot, is what he <laughs> said, <laughs> but that's what he meant. I am but that's, I mean, even the fact that a talking clothed raccoon with like a weird tablet thing and a tree drinking from a fountain doesn't set off any alarms. Nobody's like, the f- what the fuck is a tree doing over here? They're just, oh, gotta get to the next door. Nothing weird Better about get, this. yeah, nothing weird about this. Gotta get the bread before I go home. <laughs> Time to continue being green and purple. Yeah, like, uh, there were a lot awesome. of pink people on Xander. There were a lot of there, there were a lot of pink people on Xander. I also like the way Are humans we weren't a big deal. It wasn't that he was human, it's that he was Terran. Yeah. That was the big Because a lot of them are humanoid. Yeah, a lot of people, like, wouldn't pick up on that, like, why is that person a human? No, no, he's from Earth, which makes him special, but humans apparently are okay. Yeah. Because Nova Prime, Nova Prime was a human. Yeah. John C. Riley was a human. Yeah. The British dickhead, uh, handsome guy was a human. Well, were they? They may not have been human. He wasn't a dickhead? He no, was, he was. He was an ass. He was a little annoyed that he was taking... Was inappropriate. Oh, was Go it ahead. appropriate? I'm sorry. He, was sorry. he wasn't a dickhead. He just wasn't nice. He was, take, <laughs> he, was, he was pissy because he was taking orders from a raccoon. That's right, he was. He was really bitter about that. Oh, a little that butter. Was, that's a, that was a sad scene, too. Prison escape scene? Awesome. You want to awesome. jump into this a little bit? <laughs> can, can we just go around the table and say if it was better, equal no, no, to, no, 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 or no, no, worse no, 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 no. than The Watchmen? 
I want to do it. To be like, no, 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 no. I want no. I don't care. I want to do it. Don't do this to me. I want to do it. If the Watchmen was funny, it would have been better. Okay. I. I feel like they can't be compared. It's like but they ap- definitely can't. It's be like comparing apples and oranges, citrus and apples. I mean, you have We're something excited. that's hysterical and awesome, and then you have something that's just like brutal and awesome. Yeah, I vote for the Watchmen one. Okay, I'd rather watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Matt, we agree on something. <laughs> yeah, can't, you can't compare it. All right. You yes, can't. we have the same name. <laughs> we both named Sequel. <laughs> Wait, when did you know. become Sequel? <laughs> Yesterday. Oh, good for you. They're both great for their. Um, for what they are, but you can't compare are. them. No. Okay. Can, do you, Do you want to say? I mean, to compare. I would agree that they're both very different. However, I would much rather watch the Guardians one again. Okay. Am I in the minority there? No, I'm. I'm. Believe it or not, I'm with you. Okay. I would rather watch the Watchmen Typical. Prison Escape scene, but I don't. I don't disagree. I think that they are clearly extremely different, even opposite sides of a spectrum. Mm-hmm. But if I had to put the two of them next to each other and watch one of them, I'd like to. I would just like to. Correct you. They are uh, reverse sides of a spectrum. Reverse. I'm sorry. You're right. Thank you. Um, apples and oranges. <laughs> what? Apples and oranges. Apples, apples and oranges. oranges. Right. But that was an awesome scene, nonetheless. Both tasty. It was. Yeah, it was different kinds of tasty. <laughs> yeah. Or we can just tasty. rip the thing down and start the alarm and do everything else in a hurry. Uh, that was that was the best part. Is Groot hears it and goes, "Oh, that thing. I'll just go get it." I got you. <laughs> I know what you're getting at. <laughs> I got. I, this. I mean, I am Groot. <laughs> he just pulls it off the wall, and his water's intact, <laughs> and he's like, and they're like, and we, and we need to get this last, <laughs> or we can just do it now. And improvise, improvise. But that was the best part. Like oh, nobody so paid attention to where Groot went. Yeah, nope. and it's just so it's well, it's you can't hear him or anything. Okay. Stop Not even the other prisoners noticed. Can't even mind while he's pulling at the thing. Exactly. They just like looked at him, pull it down, and it was still attached to the wire, so it didn't set off the alarm. <laughs> it was like the Falcon and TNT. Oh, oh. No, I'm it was like what? Bring it back. Mm. No, I didn't hear the Falcon from okay. the Ninja Turtles movie with the camera. Oh. <laughs> that movie sucked. Oh, the Falcon. <laughs> he was selling air. Really? <laughs> it wasn't a bad sequel. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, goodness. Uh, um, I feel like he could have replaced John C. Riley. Who? The Falcon, oh. I forget his name. That's the strong, strong decision. The difference is, is that Will Arnett is handsome, oh, yeah. and then you wouldn't have been able to have the snarky, handsome guy. Hmm. You wouldn't need to have an ugly, snarky guy. No one wants that. Okay. Yeah, Don't say no one. Someone doesn't want that. Probably James Gunn. Who Clearly I th- James who Gunn. Who I think is both... He both played Rocket in the movie, like the motion catcher, and he also played one of the pirates on Yondu ship. Or is that his gotcha. brother? They look too similar. I can't tell. Hmm. But the same guy who played the like the second pirate, mm-hmm. who, who was on Yondu's ship... Also played the motion capture of a rocket. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. it is. Interesting. I don't think they did some. I don't think they did that for Groot, which I find really interesting. Rocket had a motion capture guy, but not Groot. Yes, Frank. I have a quick question. Yes, and we're getting a little off topic with it. Venom, not necessarily off topic. We're still in the though. same movie, but is this the first time we're actually get to, getting to see one of the Infinity Stones? No, on screen, like as an Infinity Stone, not in something. Well, I mean, I just. Thought that was kind when of was Dark World? Was Dark World after this? Uh, that had to be no, I feel like I was no, because Loki's staff is in. Um... Yeah, but they didn't. Take oh, the, they didn't yeah, take but the it's stone still a stone. I mean, it's a stone. I'm talking about the actual stone. Then yes, the stone stone. Yes, yes, hundred percent. Yes, I like that they kind of explained the stones too in the movie. Although technically, in the Easter egg, awesome. 
technically in the Easter egg in Dark World, if Dark World was before this, you see the gauntlet. Oh, wait, there. No. Dark World no, yeah. Because yeah. Wait, was that in Dark World or was that in Thor? No, at the end of Dark World, don't they take the... Yeah, but in Dark World, when, when Asgard's getting attacked, mm-hmm. like, the gauntlet, like, flies by the camera at one point. I don't remember that. Oh, uh, I, don't, I don't remember that. I don't remember where the Easter The only one I can vividly remember having the gauntlet in is when Thanos says, okay, I'm going to do this myself. myself. Yeah. That's the only one uh, I can yeah. think of. Oh, We're still waiting for it. Yeah, we are. Um, still sitting up there on his rock. Thanos having a, a little bit more of a pivotal role, not yeah, just Thanos some guy who, like, some oh. puppet master. You actually see him, he talks. Mm-hmm. I like the way they established a hierarchy really easy with this. When you saw the guy who was supplying Loki with troops for Avengers get killed in cold blood in an argument. <laughs> yeah. Like it was it. just like, oh, oh, okay, that's the power level we're at now. It's like watching Dragon Ball Z, where it's like, yay, we beat this guy. Oh, jeez, we gotta train so much harder to beat this next guy. And we beat him. And we beat him. Oh, no, oh, somebody's not better. He killed eight of us. <laughs> <laughs> Wish them back. <laughs> Thanks, Dragon Balls. What was I gonna say about this? I don't remember. Sorry. People take over. Did anybody else have any big points on the good side? Howard the Duck. No. Oh, Howard the Duck. <laughs> Just can't wait to do that movie, am I right? Actually, I'd watch that one over the old one. I don't think I would ever watch the old one unless we, we are going to watch the old one. Isn't there only really one? No, I know, yeah, but if they one. made it with the new duh, oh, I'd I probably watch that. I highly doubt that's ever going to be a thing. No, no, yeah, yeah, you are. I mean, what did I like about this movie? Just, I love the Pixar beginning. I thought it was a great contrast to the rest of the film. Um, I love that they give him basically a life of grief. That he has all these unresolved issues for 25 years. I think that's very humanizing. Um, I love all the sporadic nonsense. I mm. love the Ravagers. I love I love Nowhere. Nowhere's awesome. Nowhere is love, so cool. I love Xandar. I love the Nova Corps. I love Lee Pace as a bad guy. Mm. Lee Pace is uh, Ronan, and he's also uh, Thandriel from the Hobbit movies. Oh! Yeah, he's a great bad guy. Yeah. Um, I love... Drax, I love Rocket, I love Groot, blah, 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 blah. Um, Sequel hates everything I just No, I like, no, I like I'm 99% really, of it. But what, what don't you like about him as a bad guy? I don't like Ronan. Yeah, he was you don't like player. Ronan as a character, or you don't like the guy who played Ronan? I don't like Ronan as a character. Why? Okay, but why? Why? He's a little What's weird. he do? Nothing. He gets distracted by a dance-off at the end. Yeah. I understand it fits in with the nonsense of the movie, but that was my, my but that major... was that was exactly how that movie was supposed to end. I know. It's just, again, another villain that's in one movie, and we're not going to see any more of them because they killed him off, and right. I'm just going to get kind of sick of it. But they're just... They're, they're, they're prepping... They're, they're prepping us for this wonderful moment when Thanos is actually going to get to be the bad guy, and they're going to try to distract him with dance-off, and he's just going to be like... Flick you, puny Terran, and then go on. Understood. I'm, but again, yeah. Ronan is a, is a traitor to Thanos in this movie, and right. we never get to see like Thanos react to it. I mean, I would have liked that. I would have liked that too, just to see a reaction, just to, just to see Thanos see. crush him. So you'd yeah. rather have a movie not resolve? Why not? What? Why? We're gonna I'm have a sequel. Say, anyway. I'm just saying that's what you'd want because that's what you're asking for. You're at, if if the villain doesn't die, then the movie doesn't. Resolve, and then we have to have a sequel. Loki didn't but, die, but of course, no, sequel wants a sequel. <laughs> Fact. I want a sequel with not a neutered villain. I felt like he was a little, you know, neutered. But again, in comic books and TV shows, the villain can get defeated but not die. You can bring yeah. a villain back. Right. It like can Darth be done. Vader. Come on. Who? 
What? Who's Darth Vader? Wow. You've been watching all the yeah. movies. <laughs> <laughs> My last two upsides of this movie, super quick. Um, I loved the way that they showed Groot's innocence. Because Groot is really just an innocent child in this. Mm-hmm. You know, like when he's like laughing about like the like the gambling thing with like the little like lizards jumping around and then he sees one of them get like brutally eaten and it's like <gasps> when Rocket says something mean and he's like helping Dax or whatever and he's like <gasps> and then the jizz jokes. Can we talk about the fact that they like put a jizz joke in here? Where? Uh when he says oh <laughs> Gamora says your ship is filthy he's like yeah Oh, yeah. Oh, if you had a black light, light, it could be oh, a yeah. Jackson Pollock yeah. painting. True. That's a jizz yeah. joke. What I love is that he uses references from Earth all the time, and no one, yeah. no one like, bats an eye. They're just like, okay. yeah, well, whatever, dude. Like, what does that even mean? And we're moving on. Like, we only have 12% of a plan. It's hardly a concept. We're just like Kevin Bacon. <laughs> that was a fake laugh. That laugh wasn't fake. <laughs> that was the realest laugh ever. Oh my god, we should take a picture of that and put it on Instagram. I forgot I have the poster because I went to opening night. Maybe I'll do that. (laughs) We might. Um, Another thing I like is one thing. Uh, Dancing Groot at the end. Yep. I have him as a bobblehead. I have a... I I got my girlfriend a solar one. I enjoyed the dance-off at the end because it's so stupid (sighs) that it would work. Yeah, go ahead. It's like when someone fights and they take their clothes off. Wait. Go ahead. Sequel? I don't hate the dance-off. I'm just saying that's like a poor end to Ronan. It's cl- it's classic bad guy syndrome. He's just easily defeated, and also the second he gets power of his own, he's like, "Oh, hey Thanos, fuck you." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I will crush you, even though I'm pretty sure you're still way more powerful than me. That hammer, though. Yeah, that hammer. That hammer is pretty cool. I have him in my game, the uh, the Marvel Champions game. Plays Ronan all the time, wipe the floor on him. But if you got an Infinity Stone. Wouldn't you believe that you could beat up on Thanos? Which one? I feel like I would know. Yo. Doesn't Thanos already have some? No. Doesn't Thanos have doesn't have any. Oh, oh, oh it's yeah. not two gloves. For some reason, I thought that was like part of the source of his power. I don't know things. <laughs> I'm pretty no, sure. Thanos is just a mad god. Sure there's yeah, they two. say that he's a, a titan that went mad. He doesn't have two. In this no, movie. he has one. one. But there are two. They're completing the f- other one. He's going to have two Infinity Gauntlets? No, no, no. There are two. I don't know, we don't know if he's going to get them, but there are two. Really? Yes. I thought was like, so there's oh. five more stones? No. Six more stones, I'm sorry? We can rate movies so high, guys. Yeah. Twelve. We can go up to twelve. We can rewrite everything. Oh, wait, twelve stones, right? Six yeah. stones. I'm not familiar with the comic background, but I'm pretty sure it's two gloves, five stones, six stones. Yes. We've been rating movies so wrong. From what we have, six stones. From okay. what we have, six All right, stones. good. As long as... Because there's... But this correct me if I'm wrong. There's a... Glove in with in Thor and Asgard, right? Mm-hmm. And then Thanos has one. Yeah, but I just assumed one. that that same glove. Yeah, yeah. I, I assumed I assumed it was just an Easter egg that they threw in there without them because Thor was before the whole thing was planned out. Just thinking logically, how many hands do you have? Two, four, two gloves. Nintendo Power Glove. <laughs> Damn, good call there. I'm not sure. I'm looking it, it up. I could be wrong. I'm All right, they up. can do whatever they want in these movies too. That's so. true. Right. <laughs> Sure, grapes. I already did mine. Go to someone else. Wow. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I just want to look at you. <laughs> I just want to say, I didn't see this movie in theater. I had to watch it. That was a shame. On a DVD. No, oh, it was a Blu ray. <laughs> Were you sad? Was I sad? No, I wasn't sad. I enjoyed the movie. But 
I've been putting it off because I was a little, you know, tired of comic book movies for a little while. I was like, there's a lot of them, and I'm just, like, trying to recover, you know? Um, so I didn't watch that one or Avengers 2. I'm pretty sure that was the other one that I didn't watch. But when I watched that, everyone was like, oh, my God, you're going to love it. This is the best movie ever. Best Marvel movie to date. Blah, blah, blah. Watched it, and I was like, it was good. But I don't know why it was, like, the best Marvel movie to date. Anybody want to talk to me about it? I mean, I'm confused about how this is a gripe, but it's a gripe because I didn't feel like it held up to people's expectations. Yeah, so yeah, so people high. Classic, classic friend syndrome. Yeah, kind of overhyping. Didn't feel like it did everything that I wanted it to. I thought it was funny. Um, The story was good. The characters were decent. The soundtrack was good. I just thought it left a little bit more. I know you rank, for me. you rank the MCU movies when I we do. did Civil War. Do you remember where you had Guardians of the Galaxy? You ranked all of them? I don't remember this. No, we top didn't. five, I oh, think okay. I put that. You have to remember they worked together for six hours a day? Either yeah. four or five. Okay. In my top five. So it's pr- up there. And then moved up. I don't know where yeah. it is actually on the spectrum, so I can't tell you. Spoiler. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um, I, I can go with mine, unless everybody else wants go, to jump Go, go, grapes. All right, let me, let me grape it up here. Um, can we talk about how shitty the protection of an Infinity Stone was? It's on an abandoned planet. In a ball. In, in an orb that apparently can be ripped apart. Or twisted apart. Or twisted I thought it was a lo- unlocking, like, excuse me, I thought it was like a... It's like opening a A lockpick, like... Robot. That's sure. the way I saw it. Okay. I'm going further back than that. It's in this little gravity thing. Mm-hmm. A dude puts a magnet on the ground, and boop, there it is. Now this guy has an infinity stone. It wasn't easy to get to. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. There were lots of space weasels on the ground. There were a bunch of space mm-hmm. weasels. Those things are so gross. He <laughs> did have to like use his rocket feet, feet yeah. to like go over Jump it. over like a pit that a had some pit. sort of monster yeah. in it. But nevertheless, yeah, no, no. You, it was still ridiculously shitty security for an Infinity Stone. So my question is, why has nobody else in the galaxy thought to go and try to get it yet. Maybe they didn't know it was an Infinity Stone. Maybe someone just thought, hey, this is going to be a valuable whatever, and then yeah. shut it up there. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. It's entirely possible. But it just seems... theory. I, yeah. It just seems a little uh, a little weak for me. I think about it as like, um, like those Sanskrit prophecies, where it's like, we've read them thousands of years, and it's like, well, this is what this says. And then someone comes along and says, no, dude, that's a T. And it's like, what? And now that it's a T, this thing means something totally different. You're like, oh, shit, it's right there. Like, that's the way I take it. Like, this whole time, it's like, oh, Morag? Morag's just this bombed out former civilization that no one gives a shit anymore. But then someone goes, I heard that there's an affinity stone on Morag. No. Yes. No. Yondu's like, go get it. Okay. I'm not telling him I got it. That's what I think. Maybe. I, I don't know. I just still so think... That's just my way of rationalizing it. So and, and that's fine. And even that rash, even if that rationale holds, which it does, that rationale holds up, mm-hmm. the actual physical security of said Infinity Stone is still pretty shitty. So far. Yeah, you're right. 
Not oh. not like locked up in a in yeah. like a hidden compartment in a wall. Like if it was in that thing, that like weird like floaty magnet thing that was holding mm-hmm. it in place. If that had been in a secret room in that temple, mm-hmm. even that I would have been able to like look over. If he had to like use his cool three D imager to mm-hmm. see some guy like hit like three like knock on three of like the yeah. court like the stones oh. and a door opens up a la Batman's Batcave. I'm okay with it now. You mean Diagon Alley? <laughs> Diagon Alley, that too. <laughs> like, I, even that would have been enough security for me to be like, okay, at least they're trying I mean, it here. was a wall, and he did lockpick the wall. Uh, I guess that's true. He did lockpick the wall. Uh, I guess that, like, I guess my point's no longer relevant. I was going to say, you are right. It was kind of like a crappy museum where there was one focal point mm-hmm. and nothing else to distract you. So, mm-hmm. like... Why had no one tried to take it yet? Yeah. Maybe no one goes to that planet. Right, but it's a bombed out world where no one thinks anything lives. So that's that's what I think is defending it more Mm. than anything else. But I wonder if the planet became abandoned because the Infinity Stone that's there can destroy entire planets. Mm. Maybe that's what happened. Someone tried to do something. Maybe the Infinity Stone put itself there in that protection. (laughs) Hey. And I'm pretty sure that's the Infinity Stone of Power. Probably. Well, I'm not 100% positive, one. but I'm pretty sure purple's the power. That would check out, because... Alliteration. That makes sense. Mm. Alliteration, exactly. Mm. I just want to fact check something. Um, yes. When we were talking about the two Infinity Gauntlets, Kevin Feige did come out and said there was two in the MCU. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because I just looked and I only saw one. Now we know. Yep. And my last, my last little gripe here, and it's a fairly minor one, yeah. the extras in the prison scenes, yeah. like all the other prisoners that were just kind of there, they were terrible. They were the worst actors in the whole movie. Like, they were god-awful. Did nobody else realize it? I mean, to be no, fair, they should I'm, be the worst actors in the movie. I'm, yeah, definitely, so gonna, I'm definitely gonna have to rewatch this, because I did not have any problems with oh, extras. God. I'm gonna say that Some of the, the, the extras in the prison scene, They especially. probably save money doing that, because mm. you're gonna focus on the group instead of them. Yeah, I guess. So the group it is the first time the group is together. together. Yeah, I so. mean, as someone who's done extra work, sometimes you catch it all, sometimes you don't. You know what I'm saying? There's a there's a couple episodes of an HBO show that I'm on that my watch literally has lens flare in two scenes, Ooh. and it is on HBO. So good for you. If you are hiring extras, um. Reach out to us at zthpodcast at gmail.com. Matt is, mm-hmm. Matt is still... Or go on our Facebook page. At ZTH Podcast yeah. on Facebook. There was just a, a bunch of overacting in some of the people that were, like, shouting at Gamora. Mm-hmm. Um, very, like... Does anybody remember the scene in Last of the Mohicans when he walks into town for the first time and all of the Native Americans are, like, jumping around like monkeys? And you're like, what are they... Who does this? That's what I saw when I watched mm-hmm. the prison sequence. A bunch of people jumping around, doing this weird, like, oh, I'm going to get... Lah! I'm doing the thumb across the throat thing. Finger to throat means death. <laughs> yeah. For those of you that... Finger to throat means death. For those of you that are literal... Um, yeah, for those of you from Drax the Destroyer's planet. Yeah. So those were my only two major gripes. Let's see, do I have any gripes? Sequel, go, because I know you have gripes. Oh, no, I have the one. Joe, do you have gripes? My only gripe... Okay. That's not really a gripe, it's just a stupid line, or a stupid moment... Uh, I'm sure it was meant to be funny, but uh, Thanos tells Gamora that his favorite daughter and Nebula's right there. That's awkward. <laughs> I, I mean, think that's the point. It's oh, I know. awkward <laughs> in the sense that that's the point. I mean, I get that. Just yeah. 
I uh, was like, Jesus. All right. But that's the thing. Thanos gives zero fucks. Oh, I know. He gives zero. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if his daughter's there. Gotcha. It doesn't matter. I don't even... Clearly, he didn't like that daughter as much because he said right in front of her that his favorite daughter I mean, just he, like he, betrayed him. He stays loyal to him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's wrong. Nebula stays, Ooh, well, he no, stays they, loyal to Ronan. They that's both a, that's betray a, him. They both betray him. When Thanos turns right. on... When, when Thanos turns on... I'm sorry, not Thanos. When Ronan turns on Thanos... Nebula says, you're going to kill like, my father. I'm Just in. let me help you, Yes. I am in. She says it in her sultry robot Scottish voice, which is well acted. Yes. So well acted. Mm. Also, no hair. Yeah, I know. I miss her hair so much. I don't. Because. I do not miss her hair. Really? I love her ginger hair, but she looks good. At the end of the 11th Doctor's life. When she's got the hair down to her butt. Stop. Can we not talk about how I died a little bit inside when she got touched by a weeping angel? We're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy here. Ah. That's a different Guardian of the Galaxy. It's for a different episode. Yes, Joe. (laughs) Also, when they get sent out into space with no air, the way their skin turns, I think it looks stupid. I thought it looked good. Yeah. You know what, though? I don't know if we have And it goes away like that. Like, when they're inside, there's no damage. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't think we actually have any evidence... I don't personally know if we have any psych, uh, scientific evidence what a body looks like that is in space. Does it explode like in um, like in Total Recall, like when his head just pops, or does it happen like in Guardians? We, I don't think we actually have any actual evidence of this happening. We also have to understand that one Peter Quill is not a hundred percent Terran. Mm. So his body True. wouldn't react the way that we assume our bodies are going to. Fact. But Gamora did the same thing. But Gamora is also, also cybernetically science. enhanced. Yeah. Which they say, he says, her cybernetics will keep her alive for a little bit, but even now, then she's not going to make it. So he flies out with his Magic. life suit. I thought it was odd that they both reacted the same way. I don't think it looked great, but they their bodies both reacted I the mean, same th- way. I mean, what they were showing was, you know, ice crystals. They were showing the, the freezing of the body, yeah. which I get, but like I'm saying, I don't think there's any scientific evidence that we have of what happens to a biological organism in the vacuum. I'm not arguing accuracy. I just think it's looked dumb. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, that's a fair point. I'm not it a scientist. And that's a fair point. It didn't look remarkable, but no. I, I think that for what it was, I couldn't I couldn't be upset about it. That's but, fair. I wasn't either. I just, I had to have a grape somewhere. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I'm conferring with my microphone about gripes. Okay, great. Uh, my gripes are this was the crap. Group. I don't have it. And that's fine. You're allowed to. Yeah, no. I just I'm just trying to think of one. I can't. All right, move so on. I have to reach for one. Yeah, no. I, that's what I'm doing. Like I don't have any in my head right now. So just move on. So let's so let's do it. Let's rate this mamma jamma. Let's rate mm-hmm. this mamma jamma. Matt, you can go first. Ooga chaka ooga ooga. Stop falling. Uh, He's selling so hard. So, so. I so, give so. this movie. <laughs> I give it five Infinity Stones. I really, really enjoyed this movie. It was exactly what it needed to be. Nonsense, but at the same time, they got a message across. It had a Pixar beginning. It was nonstop laughs till the end, and it still had a serious plot. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Sequel. Five stones. We agree again. What? No, I really like this movie. I wish my name was sequel. 
I can't. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> it's taken. Not anymore. <laughs> taken. No, it's taken everything too. we said. It's a lot of fun. It's probably the most <laughs> fun Marvel movie. I would mm-hmm. say. So it's the most fun MCU movie. Yes, well, yeah. I disagree. I mean, there's a, a more uh, fun one. I have more fun watching the Avengers, the first one. Okay, fair enough. Fun though, yeah. Really, yeah. like you were like yeah, laughing. Yeah, so much. Yeah, I was. No, I, laughed I get at parts it. And okay. had but this is another good. podcast. The whole thing. But yeah, five stones. Nice sequel. Go go next, please. All right, do it. Uh, I like this movie a lot. <laughs> it has rewatchability. It's entertaining. I'm really on the fence still as of right now whether I'm going to give this four or five. (gasps) Like, if I give it four, it's the highest possible four I can give it. If I give it five, it's obviously five. More than deserved. Wow. (laughs) Spoilers for your race. (laughs) Frank's giving it a two. Uh, I think I'm going to have to give it five. Not that cool. It's well acted. It's good. I I wouldn't watch it every week, but I would watch it again soon. Mm -hmm. Um... I want to watch it tomorrow. Or you can go last. Frank? I like this movie. I enjoyed it. I d- did have fun watching it. Um, well, it wasn't my favorite Marvel movie, MCU movie. Um, I would have to give it a four. Stoner. I was going to give it a three and a half, but then we started talking about it, and I was like, oh, maybe I'm being a little too harsh. All right, Corey. I know you've been eagerly waiting Oh, this is the most exciting moment for me. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for that movie that we all unanimously liked and gave more than half the stones for. I'm giving it a five myself. Um, similarly, for the same reason I gave Deadpool a five, I love the lighthearted nature of it. It does more balancing than Deadpool does by far. Much more balanced than Deadpool was. Um, it's still right there, though. I mean, it, it's probably better than Deadpool. Um, but it, it gets five. It gets five for me. I mean, right down to Chris Pratt looking amazing in a six pack. Am I right, guys? Oh my god, he looked great. He looked so good. And they it. rationalized that really good in uh, oh the, the Parks and Rec. Yes, Parks and Rec fans out there. Oh, yeah. I stopped drinking beer last weekend. How much yeah. beer were you drinking? Probably apparently, too much. Apparently <laughs> a lot. <laughs> god, it was so good. Um, and, and yeah, so I'm leaving it right at that. I give it five. That puts all of us at. More than four stones, four or above. Which good job, guys. We, we did one. Thanks, Marvel. <laughs> thanks, Chris Pratt. That's fair. If thanks, you, if Thanos. you, if you want us to thank you in person, you can reach us at zthpodcast at gmail dot com or at zthpodcast on Twitter. You could even find us on Instagram at zthpodcast or our brand new Facebook or our brand. And new if Facebook you disagree page. with the rating, please send us an email. From you. Yeah. yeah, please send us email an email that either. personally calls out whoever you hate, specifically. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Always Matt. <laughs> Always so Matt or Corey. Matt. Yes. <laughs> We're one for one right now. Uh, maybe. For hatred. Maybe I'll be the next hated one, I don't care. We'll we can't make that. everybody happy. No, we can. ain't doing our jobs right if we're making That's everybody true. happy. Alright, re- let's recommend some things. Oh, yeah. Let's and then tease our next episode, and we got things to do. I had to... <laughs> Things to do. I'll, I'll go first to okay, buy you guys time. I can go next too. All right. Yeah. My recommendation for you is to go to a concert. Yes. <laughs> I, yes. If there's a band you like and they're around, go see them live. Yeah. As long as the tickets aren't out of control. Mm-hmm. In a lonely world. Mm-hmm. 
That's what you guys are talking about, right? You guys went to Christmas Journey. Journey right? Yes, I saw Journey. Okay, cool. Corey. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I recommend if you have a pet, a dog, a cat, a ferret, a rat, fish, whatever it is, go home and play with your animals. Go home and take your dog for a long walk. You don't know how long they're going to be around. So please go out and love your animals. That was nice. Yeah, okay. thanks. Agreed. I have fish. I can't walk my fish. <laughs> you can walk Melody whenever you want. <laughs> okay, cool. Not serious. You probably wouldn't like it too much. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you got anything for us? Skip me. I'm not coming. I'm not coming to you after Corey. <laughs> um, go out there and shoot some Nerf darts at someone. Yes. It's a lot of fun. Do it. Uh, it's a good source of exercise, surprisingly, especially where you're in a venue that has uh, cover and you're not just in a field. Pick your location uh, wisely. Pick your location wisely. Uh, if you can avoid grenades and uh, melee weapons, you can actually have a really good time. Yes, melee weapons are terrible. They're the worst part about these. They games. are the worst part. Unless you're using it as a lightsaber to block the doors. It is, but then when you get in contact with people and people who are out of control, yeah. not fun. True. Looking well, at you, Frank. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> he shook his head no. Internet, no. Hey, Alex, he shook his head no. Speaking of wow. Speaking <laughs> of uh, space exploration, I'm going to recommend a game for you guys. I just rediscovered Destiny. Oh, um, yes. Playing the shit out of that game. That game is so good. Um, Level 40 Warlock. Come play with me, Venom. Venom and Friends. Xbox Live. Sorry. PS4 fans. The preview for the Forgotten King, the Fallen King? Taken King. The Taken King is very reminiscent of Guardians of the Galaxy. Go ahead, sequel. Please. <laughs> I'm going to recommend Screen Junkies Movie Fights. Ooh. What in the that? world? It is podcast. another podcast about movies. But how, dare how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> God damn it. Who turned you on to it? Wow, Joe Knight jinxed right now. <laughs> it's very good. It also is on YouTube on Saturdays. I believe the podcast episode drops on Thursdays if you're a Plus member. And the actual episode is on YouTube is on Saturday. It's a lot of fun. They talk about current movies. They debate topics. It's like a game show almost. Hmm. It's good. Nick Mundy comes to the show. Nick Mundy. Nick, come to the podcast. And is I thought you were going to say Nick Merle. come, and I was going to say, why are you saying that? Hal Rudnick, a bunch of others. Solomon Rundy? <laughs> Solomon Rundy! He'll never be in a DC movie. No. Alright, end it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for a ZTH Wait, podcast. We tease it. Tease uh, it. Listen to us at ZTHpodcast at gmail.com. Come to us on Twitter at ZTH Podcast. <laughs> find us on <laughs> Facebook, really? ZTH Podcast. No, or find us on Instagram or YouTube, ZTH Podcast. We're the same everywhere. Yeah. Pretty much. No. <laughs> Next time, we will be talking about Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Whoa! Jumping into the DC, guys. Here hands it is. up if you hate Batman in this room. Me and Frank have our hands up, everyone out there. Well, you know. We're high-fiving now. Thanks for joining us. Good night. Thanks for the emails.